1: The Smoky Mountain Wrestling, a night of legends. We are in the Knoxville Civic Coliseum, a capacity crowd on hand. I'm Jim Ross, and as a wrestling fan, I wouldn't have missed this event for the world. And I'm certainly honored to have a great wrestling legend, Les Thatcher, here with us tonight as my broadcast colleague.
2: Les, this is going to be a very special night. Jim, it certainly is, and as you can hear by the electricity in the air, this is the greatest night in Knoxville wrestling history. We're all happy, the fans and myself, to have you on the mic with us tonight for this momentous occasion, and without further ado, let's let it roll. Let's let it roll. Let's get started. We'll be back with all the action
1: in just a moment.
3: Well, welcome back to this week's episode of our Smoky Mountain Wrestling podcast. This is Smoky Mountain Wrestling episode 133. August the thirteenth, nineteen ninety four, and we're gonna get a little Night of Legends action, as you just heard from Jim Ross and Les Thatcher, uh, before we just opened the show. Let me welcome in Doc and Hardbody Hopper. First off, Doc, right. how are you?
4: I don't think people understand how perilous this undefeated streak of us versus the calendar is right now. We've yes. been really, we've been battling. I don't. Whenever this comes out, just know that this was the week after Valentine's Day. We've battled LSU basketball. We've battled Harper no-shows. We battled Skype <laughs> crashing, computer viruses. I think multiple infectious diseases, including a possible false negative on Harper's gonorrhea test. Oh, <laughs> and, and, and as you can hear, woo! Uh, <laughs> but we've crawled out of our sick beds to make sure that and and and. and Hey, we're not even here on Friday morning this time. This this is so hot. This is so hot, we couldn't do it with coffee and Pop-Tarts. We had to break out the Henny and hold on. Those ice-cold beers and really <laughs> knock this shit out for the big show. Hey, pal, when you hear JR's voice, we'll get this in a minute, but when you hear JR's voice, goddamn, it's cr- up and cracking. That shit means it's it's on. Yeah. This is the 1994 equivalent of these matches are sanctioned by the NWA. Harper, how you doing, pal? I'm doing great, man. How you doing? I'm better than I was yesterday when y'all recorded about those silly-ass jive tones and spam slams on the Saturday night show. That spam shit was like, slam. That shit was like four weeks ago in, on, in real life, but it was last night. Last night. Mike, how are yeah. you living? Black as
3: uh, ever. Why do you do this? Why? Just why? uh one kid with the flu another one with flu like symptoms but for some reason the uh, test was negative but they're both being treated for the flu cuz one definitely has it so i'm just going to cross my fingers hoping i don't get it cuz everybody in this house basically got a flu shot and yet uh one person has the flu so uh, we'll see what happens uh that flu bro it's going around man that so now they no got joke, the, so now they
4: got the flu and they're autistic man that's a bitch yeah i know what the fuck
3: do you always have to be an asshole? <laughs> <laughs>
4: That's
5: fucked right. up.
3: That is. Well, let's get into the show. uh, Real quick, Um, you know, we are Corky. coming to you. What?
4: Remember Corky? Come on. <laughs> Come on. <laughs> yes. Hey, did you notice standing there in the open, though? And and, and I got to tell you, this is going to have already played, I'm sure, somewhere. But in again, in real life, man, this is hard, real life and wrestling life. In real life, Mike just got off the phone with Les, Les Thatcher. So I'm going to say hi to my, my dear friend Les, friend of the show. Have y'all noticed that Les has found a new sports coat for tonight's big event?
3: It is different than the previous taping. Is it that white coat? Yeah, it's different.
4: How it's nervous a, would, well, you be we- would you be wearing a white sports tuxedo coat to a wrestling event? And not yeah, for real, see? huh?
3: Well, especially considering what we're about to talk about from Jericho.
4: Yeah, he might need some. uh What is it? Simple green on that motherfucker. Or something. Jesus <laughs> Christ,
3: we'll get into that. But I
4: can see we're... Les back at the damn at the dim hotel with a toothbrush, going, "This shit ain't coming out." <laughs> ain't coming out uh,
3: but we are in Knoxville Coliseum, as you heard Jim Ross said for the Night of Legends, where there's a reported five thousand people in attendance. Uh, and then, real quick, before we get into the first match, and then we got to get to the gangsters, I want to play something that Jim Ross and Les say at the very beginning. Here it is.
1: Well, wrestling fans, we wish we could bring you all, tonight's, all of tonight's
2: action, but since our TV time is limited, you're going to see some of the high points of the evening. So let's go to the footage of the Legends tag match. Dick Slater and Bob Orton Jr. take on Ronnie Garvin and the Mongolian Stomper already in progress. All right, let
3: me tell you something, because I did not know this until I was talking to Les just now. I mean, I got off the phone with Les literally 20 minutes ago from the time of us recording this. Uh, And you you all would have heard this by now, but Harper and Doc haven't. Les told me that this was the first time ever anywhere that he and JR worked together. And I say that because we're going to get into a match uh, with, I think, at least with the Heavenly Bodies and Thrill Seekers that I thought they really called a good match and the overall the match was just crazy with jericho but anyway this is actually their first time working together uh on commentary so uh they had decent chemistry well i say decent it was good chemistry but i uh, just wanted to mention that as we get into bob orton jr and dick slater versus the mongolian stomper and former nwa world champion ronnie garvin uh doc i guess i'll throw it to you i didn't have a ton from this match uh i liked that they aired it because of the guys who were involved in it but uh what did you have
4: yeah, I would agree. I mean, you get to see Slater and Orton here in a in a Smoky Mountain ring, which is cool. We hadn't seen the Stomper since, like, what, Kevin Sullivan days. And we haven't seen Garvin since, what, Orndorf? God, yeah. Remember that when he was wearing his robe? Yeah. He cut his Rock. robe up. Yeah. yeah. When he cut the, when so he this, cut the robe. Yeah. Yeah. Th- this was okay. I mean, that seems like a lifetime ago.
3: Yeah, yeah, no, it, uh-huh. it, it was, it was, it was like two years ago, motherfucker.
4: <laughs> oh, almost, well, maybe, that, almost, maybe, maybe that's why. Yeah. Well, yeah, I thought this match was okay. I, I, I expected better, and I, I, it's not that this was bad at all, at all. But I also wonder here how interested everybody was, and when I mean that, Stomper's getting old here, Garvin. By not having his hair dyed tells me he's trying to retire or something, right?
5: Yeah, man. I'm just so not used to seeing him without that that blonde hair. Yeah, yeah. it's
3: it's weird. I, I can tell you there were two matches before this one. It was Chris Walker uh, against someone named Richard Slinger, and then it was Doug Furnace. Dick Slinger. Dick, Dick Slinger, right? Dick Slinger. <laughs> that's
4: awesome. That's, that's Harper's dancer name. Yeah. <laughs>
3: And then uh Doug Furness, Pin Killer Kyle. Those are the matches before these this one. This was the third match on a card according to the, the results that well, I Well
4: I'm so, perfectly fine with joining this card in progress then.
3: Yes. But anyway, I mean I, you y'all, know I'm
4: did y'all notice that the ref wasn't Hildebrand, it was Hebner.
5: No.
3: I do now that you're saying it. But I don't know if I made a note while we were while we were doing it, but uh Hubbard, what did you have from it if anything
5: man i just uh, when you see garvin without that blonde hair i mean like what doc said it's like it's it seems like he's like yeah whatever i'll fucking do it <laughs> but i'm not dying my hair fuck you yeah i,
4: I had a thought here so we've heard rick eat his way through his podcast before with Conrad and say that Dick Slater was one of the toughest guys ever. Right? Yeah. You think Dick Slater's gonna lay down and take some Garvin chin nuts? If you pay him.
3: (laughs) Pin me, pay me, brother. Yeah. (laughs) If you you pay him enough, I'm assuming.
4: But there's some guys that doesn't work on... I mean, Brody wasn't a pin me, pay me guy.
3: Ah... I don't know. I mean, to answer your question, he doesn't seem like the guy. Slater doesn't seem like the type of guy that wants to take some chin nuts from Garvin.
4: Well, and then the other thing in light of this recent, and it sounds like some kind of underground abortion video, but this plan B Knoxville wrestling war, (laughs) you got three of the four implicated parties here because Orton and Garvin were on the tape saying that what they said. And everybody says Slater implicates Slater is the guy who stooged him out to Fuller. Just wonder how everybody's getting along fifteen years after the fact because it took Garvin and, 15 it fifteen years. Garvin, well, it was nineteen seventy nine, wasn't it?
3: You just said fifteen years. Yeah, that's a lot. Of, that's a lot more time than fifteen years if we're talking nineteen seventy
4: nine to nineteen ninety four.
3: Yeah. Oh, you talk okay. I'm thinking you're talking.
4: Uh, I'm saying Fuller s- said he didn't talk to Garvin until just a, a few years ago at something.
3: Goddamn, pal! You said right now. I kind of figured you're talking about 2019, not 1994. Harper, do no.
4: it, and so did yeah. everybody else out there. You're the <laughs> one that you're the one that made math hard by and showing And that's
3: why, whatever. Okay, what? Uh, what? Back back to the match. Um, things break down at the end. Mongolian stomper takes his boot off and starts teeing off on Orton Jr. and Slater. Uh, it ends up being a double DQ with no one winning, which gets some boos from the sellout crowd. That's all I had. Uh, I kind of want to get to the gangsters. I don't know about y'all. Let's go. No so, um, first off, they I'm trying to get to it for the Patreon video. Um, where's Where's Jim Ross? Hold on. Let me get to it. Bruh,
4: hold on. Hold on. Why? Yeah. <laughs> Man, there are various points <laughs> in what we're about to watch for Jim Ross Looked more nervous than Harper at a party with R. Kelly and Robert Kraft, man. Jesus <laughs> Christ.
5: Okay. <laughs> Brother, they set that old man up, bro. They like set it. his ass up.
3: Y'all just don't know. We're recording this the night that that news broke. <laughs> Y'all leave that old man alone.
5: <laughs> yeah, for real, bro. That guy can't go get a fucking uh, hand job at a massage parlor. Who hasn't done that? Uh, <laughs> well, hold on, hold on.
3: offer. I got a story. Uh. Back in the day, you know you know where um uh God, what was the name of it? Was it She-She's?
5: She she's dog. I
3: just... Yeah, the because she she's she she's was further down on Chef. Onyx was, right. was closer to the bridge. She she's further. Right. You know they they I think it was like either in the dude my memory's bad. It was either in the same little area as she's shopping area or it was right next to it. There was one of those like um massage parlors like yeah. in it. Do you know what I'm talking about?
5: Yeah. I don't know if it's, I know, I don't know if it's uh-huh. still there.
3: Man, I'm there dude. one night. I'm there one night. hold on. I'm waiting one night with my buddy, and he is, he is blitzed drunk, just shit-faced as we are getting ready to go in the Shishishi's. Let's go knock on the door over there. She was going on and popping. (laughs) Going on and popping. I was like, dude, I'm not going in there and getting arrested. He's like, man, come on, man. Let's go see. So we walk. He knocks on the door. We walk in there. And he's like, how much for a massage, baby? And she's like, "Uh, you want massage? What kind of massage? And he's like, come on, baby. You know what I'm talking about. So the woman goes and she takes her finger. She goes, $50 for this. And she points at her mouth. <laughs> $150 for this. I was like, that's I'm nice. getting the fuck out of here.
5: And Why? And- that sounds great. <laughs> I
3: went to She She's. It seemed like too much of a setup, man. Screw that. Oh,
5: wow. $50 for nice. ah and 150 for. Wow. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> That's nice. You know, Which other yeah. than being
4: other than being black, Mike does nothing to prove that he's black. <laughs>
3: That's nice. You need to stop, Doc. All right. So Hopper, what were you about to say about Shishis before we get to New Jack and the Gangsters right here?
4: It's still there. She she's I think it is. Y'all could hit Man. that up on a WrestleMania weekend, right? Yeah, we should go. Opera, we just got, uh, uh, don't y'all do a live remote from there just cut the shit yeah. from there we just
5: you know, had to bring right. a flak jacket with us and...
3: that's so right strip club <laughs> hey Clifton if you're listening when's the last time you've been to she man I know you've been there a bunch of times come on <laughs> I, right let's, now. Leave,
4: let's leave proper nouns out of people's mouths <laughs> now, he, he
3: knows I'm messing with him he's a long time supporter anyway alright let's get to JR so first JR introduces him yeah, here it is Ladies and gentlemen, at this time,
1: I would like to interview the most controversial team in any wrestling federation. They have caused more controversy by the spoken word than any team in the world of professional wrestling. At this time, let's bring out New Jack and Mustafa Saeed, the Gangsters.
3: All right, I turned it on music. They're coming out now. Um, Doc, thoughts on when they're coming out and the kids with the Confederate flags talking about <laughs> this stuff?
4: Uh, oh, man.
3: <laughs> Go ahead. I, man, I, that's all you got?
4: There's 5,000 people here, and there ain't enough. we watched the police let them hang a man, a white man, before in this part of the country at a wrestling event. I almost say is New Jack has some balls. <laughs> you think big, big ones? But you get uh, him on I, the show?
3: God, can you imagine Jack? Holy shit! With his mouth, well, he'd make us sound like two saints
4: <laughs> or be three great. saints.
3: It would New Jack. If you heard of the show, get in touch with me at btt underscore podcast or book of the territory at gmail dot com. I'd love to have you on. Same thing for you, Mustafa. Uh, anyway. um, Harper, anything on the introduction before I play the rest of the promo?
5: Dude, those fucking rebel flag guys have no fear of them. Right. It's crazy. They like, they just they they it's
4: They, they don't all let, know what they don't know.
5: Right. They have zero fear and they genuinely hate
4: them. And they, they don't will, but they don't know how close they came to really meeting up with something that they didn't really want to see that's the whole thing about all this that you don't know at the time but when you see what New Jack becomes and you go back and look at it is how perilous this whole situation is at all moments
5: yeah it's pretty bad like like that big fat kid what fuck's his name mass transit yeah we slit his fucking head open
3: eric what was his name what was his uh God,
4: coolest was,
5: uh, coolest something badass like
3: dude jack almost murdered that jesus christ
4: or vic grimes i tried to kill him
3: jesus he threw. He
4: admitted a murder <laughs> or attempted murder that shit fucking video.
3: that guy could have been dead i mean
4: and he was a bounty hunter or hitman or bite bail bonds or whatever the fuck all that shit is i mean i don't know but I mean, <laughs> these people think that this is the wrestling match, okay?
3: And this motherfucker's real.
4: He's got uh, me convinced. Yeah, really. Okay.
3: Let's play it. It it it's a little lengthy, but it's getting it's worth it. You're, it's worth it. Yeah.
5: Every second is fucking worth it.
3: So here it is. Go ahead. Well, go ahead. What you got?
4: I'm going to say that this is. Perhaps a top three moment, just because Jr. I don't think this is his best promo in, in Smoky Mountain. I don't think this is his best promo though, so far, but because he's man Jr. legitimizes when he says when Jr. at the beginning says that they're the most talked about or whatever. jr's coming in as an authority. He's been to WCW. He's been to WWF. Jr. is is well positioned as the best or biggest name announcer out there at this point. And he, he, gets, he did his job getting the gangsters over b- b- on the intro. Hell yeah. So this may be a top three moment for me and Smokey Mountain, him standing there with them and them just in a 5,000-seat arena just payow.
3: It's a big moment. Here it is. Gentlemen, the reason that uh, we have asked you to join
1: us at this time is that in recent weeks, Smokey Mountain Wrestling has received a great deal of complaint from the great television stations that air the broadcast, from the wrestling fans, and even from the Knoxville chapter of the NAACP. I am here to advise you, as a representative of Smoky Mountain Wrestling, that from now on, all of your interviews will have a disclaimer. The television stations and Smoky Mountain Wrestling are not going to be responsible for what you're saying on your interviews, and if you go over the line, then you will be censored. I'm sure you have some
6: statements regarding this situation. Let me tell you something. First of all, I'm gonna give you redneck hillbillies the privilege of seeing me here. You understand? Now it seems like every time you get one of us that wanna be outspoken, you wanna silence them. You silenced Martin Luther King, you understand? You silenced Mega Evans, and now you even try to silence Arsenio Hall. You took him off the air. Well, baby, I'm here, and I'm gonna be here until I feel like I wanna leave. And if you don't like me being here, train to be a professional wrestler, get in this ring, and I'll beat you like I own you. I don't care nothing about these hillbillies not liking me. I don't care nothing about these hillbillies putting a censor on what I say and what I do. I've been censored all my life. So what do you think I care about these fools up here gonna try to do something to me? Let me tell you and I tell Smoking Mouse. Especially I'm gonna send a message out to the NAACP. A bunch of dream Negroes Jesus. as you call them. You understand? Y'all got got them? Where you want them? You got these Negroes from the NAACP in a cage. You tell them to jump, they say, well, ha hi, hi, Master Jones. Jesus. when lose that, <laughs> you don't care." How far to jump? Because I tell you to drop dead, you understand? I'm gonna do what I wanna do. NAACP, what they call them? National Association of color People. First of all, you know, you get them they say, Don't call a black man color But then they don't sell out to y'all. I'm not selling out to y'all. If you don't like me, then hell with all of you. Because if you wanna get something going with me,
4: they're turning
6: on it. Get your in here and I'll beat you like I own you. Now, what do you think about that? Well, I have one more question to ask you
1: and I'll do it with respect. Perhaps you'll answer me with respect and these great fans here, what exactly is your objective here in Smoky Mountain Wrestling?
6: Everywhere we have ever went, we didn't beat people until we got tired of beating them. Then, one day somebody said, well, we know somebody you hadn't beat yet. I said, who? I said, it can't be nobody from South Central L.A. because we whooped all them in there. I said, who? They said, the rock and roll
4: is to the crowd. Got him.
6: I done beat brothers that have been in jail for murder. I have beat brothers that's done been in jail for molesting their own kids. I done beat brothers that's done been in jail for stealing cars. The only thing the Rock and Roll Express has done, which I'll give them credit where it's due, they done beat Doom, they beat the Steiners, they beat the Road Warriors, they done beat all the top dogs wrestling, wrestling, but never have they been in a fight, you understand? True enough, they might beat us wrestling, but a fight. I'm talking about an eye gouging, hair pulling, teeth being knocked out fight with no rules. They haven't been in that yet. And until them rednecks get in here with me, I don't consider them tough dogs because they got to survive this butt whooping that they gonna get from the gangsters. Like me or not, I don't care if you like me because I don't like none of y'all either. The ones of you that don't smell like Tobacco spit smell like coal. So, hey, I'll say this from the bottom of my heart. Smoking Mountain fans, TV producers, the NAA CP sellouts, kiss my black ass. <laughs> a- <laughs>
3: Jesus Christ. It's like hmm. nuclear up in that motherfucking building. Oh, Doc, uh, you want to go first or you want to throw it to Harper? It's completely up to you.
4: I'll, I want to know what Harper thought of
5: that.
3: Harper, how go they, ahead.
5: How they uh, get, get rid of Arsenio Hall? Hmm.
4: They canceled his shit. Arsenio Hall? I, I'm thinking that yeah, was a thing back then. Yeah. And I was thinking, when
5: was the last time I heard someone mention Arsenio Hall? it well, yeah, the, yeah, dude. You think the NAACP really like came down on them?
3: I don't know. I, I know the 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 language on the bottom of the screen was all a work because Cornette has told us that. Um, yeah, I don't. I can't remember if if he said that was a work. But let me go back to what Corny always says when he talks about New Jack. He said, "Go out there and make white people mad." So I, I you know, I don't, I don't know if the whole NAACP thing was. I think it's a work, but I, I don't have anything based on that. I just think it was all a work. Wait.
4: the crowd started getting hot, right about the time he started saying, "If y'all don't like it, go trade to be a wrestler and come in here." How I wonder how close somebody was to getting in the ring. Yeah, really, huh? Because you could feel the temperature rising, and that's one of those things where that wasn't a high school gym. That's a that's the big arena where there's five thousand people in there, and you could hear the rumble. The people were getting hotter. You could feel people getting hotter the longer he went.
3: Well, okay, so there was a couple of moments there. I, I,
4: there of course, actually... there were. He called them, tra- dude, trained Negroes. You can't do that. He no, called,
3: he called <laughs> the Knoxville chapter of the NAACP
5: a bunch train of trained Negroes. Negros. How high?
4: Like, mm
3: uh, And then, I mean, okay. JR,
4: Jr. looked like Bill Watts would have never stood for this bullshit.
3: Oh, uh, <laughs> and then don't don't look past the fact when Jr. teed him up right, because Jr. after he had said all that, he leads him to his objective. He goes, "What is your objective here in Smoky Mountain Wrestling?" And when he mentions the Rock and Roll Express, you hear that crowd go, "Oh!" They react and. Uh, Jack just says he's beat people up in jail for murder, molestation, auto theft. So it's just beautiful. He's calling out the NAACP. He's calling them train negroes. And then he calls out the Rock and Roll Express, which may as well be like calling out God to these people in this neck of the world.
4: Dude. Uh, it, I don't. I don't. I don't. This think- is right up there for that white sheet getting pulled down and Arne Anderson standing there. <laughs> This is Ricky Morton in the backyard in OP shorts saying he's wanting to be forgiven and reformed the rock and roll. This is Tracy's mother's on the back porch, man. This is. They walked out a... there at the big show in the big arena at the night of legends and, and made a case for themselves because <laughs> right, they got they're... people worked up
3: <laughs> They're at yes. Hold on. One more thing. They're out there at night of legends where whitey calwell's being honored ron wright all these you know uh all the bob armstrong doug furnish ronnie garvin jim hess phil hickerson boris malenko uh, i i mean all mongolian stomper all these nelson royals being honored <laughs> and jack is out there setting the fucking building on y'all gonna the have to deal with me right
4: yeah. <laughs> Oh, geez. Go back one more time at 11.53 and play that dude again.
3: 11, 11.53. Is this when he's walking? Mm-hmm. Yeah, hold on. Hold on. So, uh, Mustafa's in the ring or getting in the ring. And uh, he had that old man, that old white guy that's yelling at Jack.
4: Oh, yeah, um, yeah. You think, you think that guy was down with diversity and inclusion? Fuck, no. no
3: that dude was... <laughs> Do you know how many N words he yelled at New Jack at that moment?
4: I don't know how many you used to get yelled uh, at Here we go, here we go. <laughs> you should be stupid. They used to yell that to you? When you run. No, but no, was, no, was, uh, no, he got in ring and yelled it at other people. But if we ever get was... boogie mobile, we should go back to the mid nineties and watch get by tickets and watch Menace Society and yell that at him. <laughs> it's a VFW hall.
3: We we was in some bum fuck Egypt town in South Louisiana once and my buddy Jerome, um, we were tagging and and some guy in a crowd must have called him the N word fifty fucking times. And and Jerome finally looked at him and and, and just is on the floor and goes you've said it 50 times aren't you tired at this point like he just looked at the dude and said that because <laughs> <laughs> it was true like all you heard from this guy beat that ends ass whoop that ends ass get that
5: in nice.
3: do that in i mean like every time like, like he kept apologize. saying it over and over and i was like and i looked at jerome's like you think he's ever gonna stop? He's like, man, motherfuckers, a hillbilly. This is his only form of entertainment. He's he, he's fucking bayou trash in South Louisiana. He ain't gonna stop saying that. This is this is his life.
4: He was born for this. Yeah, <laughs> this is his Super Bowl. Right. Right.
3: <laughs> Jesus Christ, this is a highlight of his life. Calling a calling a, a independent pro wrestler the N word. Anyway, all right. Uh, any other thoughts on Jack right there before we move forward?
4: I just wonder what was going through his mind going out there. Because, again, this ain't the high school gym in Ass Creek, Virginia. I mean, I w- I've would i got to think this is the biggest crowd they've been in front of.
3: Uh, yeah, I mean, it's 5,000 people here, so I wouldn't doubt that. Yeah. And
4: all so right, well. When you put that into mind, I'm going to go out there and stand in the ring and – Tractor beam, gravitational pull tractor beam, the eyes away from Jr., who's a big deal being here, onto me, dude, that's pretty insane.
3: Do you know why the 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 print on the screen works so well uh, to say, you know, Smokey Mountain Wrestling doesn't um, condone his language or whatever or doesn't support the views of the gangsters? You know, we talk about it, but you know what makes it so well? Uh, work is the fact that it was J.R. sold it because like at the very beginning he goes, you know, we cannot be held responsible. We've been getting complaints from the stations. We cannot be held responsible uh, for the the content. It makes it of seem more wild
4: band. and unpredictable. Like it sure yeah. does. people are like wilding like, out, like, shit. Like God, what's he gonna say next?
3: Yeah, so we is can't that what help.
4: Wilding be... out,
3: bro. You sound like Tully in 1987 when he said DJ was all the way live. <laughs> wiling least, out i ain't heard wiling yeah. out since 1980 1998
4: at least i know what it means okay. yeah
3: can we go now to um the thrill seekers and heavenly bodies let's go so les explains why the smoky mountain ban of the heavenly bodies was lifted he says it's a one-time thing but in actuality they did work the next night um on fire on the mountain so uh, but that could have been Corny needed bodies because Jericho broke his arm on this night. So um, the Thrill Seekers come out in a Pontiac race car, or at least we're led to believe they are. But they're not really coming out because the Thrill Seekers surprise attack the bodies and they get a nice ovation and a loud pop from the crowd. Jericho, as I said, is wrestling with a broken arm that J.R. claims happened in a motorcycle accident it wasn't an accident if everyone knows the story he broke his right arm practicing a shooting star press at 4 p.m before the card began uh now something i did in preparation for the show y'all i actually have about a three minute sound clip of jr i'm sorry jim Cornette, telling the story of what happened to chris jericho uh, did you all want to hear that go ahead we don't yeah, have a lot of promos in this episode so this is yeah. this is probably a good one so all right, let me hit play. This is Corny talking about what happened this night and why Jericho's got this brace on his arm.
0: And then I had the Heavenly Bodies come back for a week for the big shows in August uh, from the WWF to put the Thrill Seekers over. Storm and Jericho and, and we're, said the big match going to be Knoxville Civic Coliseum, the Night of the Legends, Heavenly Bodies and Thrill Seekers, this big angle we've built up, and we're going to be sold out, which we were, so that night, and I had told Jericho, I saw him take this fucking bump at a spot show in like Wartburg, Tennessee. Guy, He shoots a guy off in a corner and he comes charging and the guy moves and he goes up over the turnbuckles and hits his head on the ring post and takes a bump straight to the floor and looks like he killed himself. I immediately said, never take that bump again. Never do that again until I tell you to. Because it's going to be on a big show in Knoxville. It's going to be sold out. When you hit the post, you're going to get juiced, the heels are going to beat the piss out of you, and that's going to be the turning point of the match, and then you're going to make a giant comeback, and and it'll get you over. So never do that again. of 300 people in fucking high school gym, because you you could kill yourself. So I've got that bump schedule for that match, right? We're shooting interviews. At 4 o'clock that day, Jericho said, you don't need me for interviews. Do you mind if I go out and and, uh, work out in the ring? I said, just don't hurt yourself. Off he goes. So we do the interviews. About an hour and a half later, Brian Hildebrand, Mark Curtis, comes run up to me. It's okay. Jericho's gone to the hospital, but he said he'll be back. I'm like, don't fuck with me, Brian. went to No, no. We think he's broken his arm. Who broke his fucking arm? He did. What was he doing? Practicing a shooting star press. He broke his own arm. It, the building is sold out. He's in the co-main event that night with the Heavenly Bodies. He didn't need to do a shooting star press the tickets were already sold. All he needed to do was get in the ring, have the match, and win. And now he's also with his right arm since his juice getting arms. So that whole fucking spots <laughs> out the window. And so and then he ended up getting juice with his fucking left hand, and either because it was left handed or he wanted to make up for it, then he looked like he'd been run through a razor blade factory. I mean, he almost bled to death. Is it? He did. I've got to give him credit. He goes to the hospital. He gets the uh, not artificial, but uh, well those temporary casts put on. They said, Oh, you need surgery. Oh, well, I gotta go wrestle. What? And he comes back, gets the juice, they win the fucking match, and then the, the next day he, go, he said, fuck it. And they had to put a pin in his arm and all that shit, and he's done. So now I got Landstorm, Storm, one thrill seeker. He can only seek half the amount of thrills. <laughs> and and you know, and then I've got no tag team, and then you know, Jericho was out for months, and then Then I was afraid Lance was going to be mad at me. I said, I can't keep paying you this single money because, you know, blah, blah, blah. So we agreed Lance would go back home. And eventually they made it in wrestling, and I'm proud for him. But I may have been slightly mad at at Chris that night. I bet you were.
3: So there's a story about why Jericho is out here wrestling with a soft cast or a brace kind of on his right arm. Um, Doc, you had heard that one before, haven't you?
4: Yeah, it's also why he's about to saw his own head off. Fuck. Yes. So, I know.
3: That. Jesus Christ. I want to talk about this match, but I feel like that's what we need to get to. So uh, we've seen a lot of wrestling between the three of us. Hopper, is that maybe top three on most blood you've ever seen in a match?
5: It gets, it's everywhere. It's on a ref. It's all over the fucking ring. It's all over the floor. Fuck.
3: It's, it's, it's fucking bad, bro. And yeah.
4: now, you, you know what you're going to get now? Inundated in your inbox with people trying to prove you wrong, and it's gonna—you're ha- just gonna—your entire inbox DMs are gonna have hep, hep A on it,
6: yeah,
4: or Hep B. I'm obviously Muda back in the day, but and some others, I'm sure Foley did something stupid, and and you know, down at, at the the uh, bars around the country these days. But I'm talking back when wrestling was still wrestling. That was pretty impressive, especially for a guy like him, a pretty boy. Yeah, that was still new,
3: dude. Yeah. He, he he hit a fucking artery. I mean, it, it's it's incredible to see the amount of blood. Now, here's the thing: they worked for a while before he got in there. Before Lance yeah. finally makes that hot tag to Jericho, um, and it's like right after Lance makes that hot tag, Chris comes in, he's on fire. And then he gets sent to the outside, and he hits his head, or it makes it look like he hits his head on the guardrail. And you can kind of tell when you rewatch it that it's a bad one because when the camera the camera cuts away, he hits the guardrail, and then the camera's nowhere near him. And then when the next time the camera's near him as he's getting up, you don't see him, but you see a bunch of blood on the floor, and you're like, "Shit, that's a lot of blood to say he just hit his head." That quickly on the floor i mean it's i just saw it on the patreon video it's it's impressive uh you're right doc i mean i'm sure that i know there are others out there of juice jobs that were just as good if not more but he's he's a bloody mess bro it's
4: i
5: think Harper like, said you it,
4: could see it on the back of his head and he's got a lot of hair yeah it, it, it's everywhere so in re I, and first of all jim ross sold this so well, because he started with the whole he's got a broken arm from the motorcycle deal. He sold that well. They saw him. You're right. He and Thatcher were working great together here. Here's another un, unsung part of this match, in my opinion. I thought Del Ray and Lance Storm had really good chemistry when they were in the ring. I thought they were getting after it. It's easy. It's easy to sit there and say, oh, well, it's Jericho getting busted open. But Del Rey and, and Storm were putting on some hellified moves, too.
3: This was tremendous. I agree. Hopper, and what and else you
4: get you... the bleeding. He's bleeding profusely at JR voice. By God.
3: Dude, he... I mean, Harper said a second ago, by the end, the referee it's Mark everywhere. Curtis...
4: Yeah. Has, his shirt is red. Fucking blood.
3: Like, and, 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 here,
4: here's the thing. I thought the crowd kind of went dead. And I think it was because the blood was too much. People started to, like... They lost themselves in losing themselves and started to be really worried about him. Uh, I wonder I mean, how. The, I mean, if they put an X over Kanan Murray and Brian Lee, where was the red X for this? Because
3: <laughs> <Right. laughs> Chris is—I mean, he's just a bloody mess, dude. How many
4: stitches you think that took to put him back? Yeah, together? really, huh? And, and then once again, you're getting it in the Knoxville medical facility, not in Stanford, Connecticut. Yeah. Notice oh. how I use medical facility? That's what those, Vince likes. He doesn't like hospital.
3: He doesn't like hot... Yeah, he likes medical facility. Jesus <laughs>
4: Christ.
3: Can't say medical center. It's got to be medical facility. Man, this is this gross. Hopper, what else did you have from this?
5: From the match?
3: Yeah, if anything.
5: I didn't... Well, the finish when they... He, he should have just fucking ended... The match because she was bleeding.
3: They so what? Yeah, what Harper's talking about is they they. Mark Curtis basically at one point at the at the finish says, "All right, you know Jericho's." He rang
4: out. He rang the blood out of his own another man's blood out of his own shirt and said, "Okay, I'm going to stop this." Yeah. Right.
3: So in doing that, but when when he does that, he he then. Jericho starts fussing back and says, no, 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 no. I can go. I can go. I can go. So then they continue to match. And I was, what I was looking for both of y'all was that finish was what, what, what was crazy because you don't even see what happens. Right. Uh, because so eventually, like I said, Mark Curtis says, you know, no, stop the match. But then he changes his mind because Jericho says, no, he can still go. As soon as they restart it, Lance Storm kicks Jimmy Del Rey and it, Jimmy Del Rey is rolled up by Jericho in a throw Seekers win. But you don't you never see Lance Storm kick, kick Jimmy Del Rey because of the camera angle. It just looks like Jimmy Del Rey falls backwards and in, in, in Jericho pins, right. him, which was the messed up part. But Doc, what did you have?
4: I thought the f- match deserved a better finish. Yeah, it
3: it did. It did. God, Jericho! So he's got forty stitches. I mean, his head, so, so we've got next day.
4: so in this episode we've got an all time debut with Jr. An all time promo with New Jack, and an all time blade job with Jericho.
3: Yeah, pretty much.
4: Yeah. Huh.
3: That's that's it. So, um, any any other uh, any other thoughts on the uh, actual match or anything? God, I'm looking at this video right now. Jericho is
4: just there. Were storms? It's like it's like it's like the blood that's come out on his head is now starting to puddle and get like gooey and congeal on his head. It's not even like flowing anymore. It's just stuck. Yeah, it's yeah.
3: That's it's, nice. It's it's rather nasty when you see his
4: face. It's just. What's the worst you ever bled, Mike?
3: Nothing close to that. I mean, I, I got it on a Patreon video right now, and you couldn't even tell it's Chris Jericho if you looked at I mean, right. it's, it's terrible. Uh, he's just fucked up, bro. He's fucked. Hey, let's, okay, let us me, let me play a little soundbite at the end from Cornette.
2: The defeat, as they say, Jim, these young men, as on guts alone, they are the champions of the world.
1: I have never seen any athlete in any wrestling ring take the punishment and the pounding and lose the blood that Chris Jericho has here tonight and come back and not only come back and continue but win and not only win but defeat one of the greatest teams in the game in the heavenly body. Hey referee how can you justify stopping the match declaring us the winners and then starting it again? How
6: can you justify that? Cornette he never quit. I stopped the match because I thought he had enough. But he was a man enough to say he didn't have enough. He wanted more, and he still beats you.
3: All right, and Corny throws a fit, and uh, Mark Curtis has blood all over his shirt, and there's blood all in the ring, and that was that. Doc, any other closing thoughts on it?
4: That answer doesn't work for me, but okay. Yeah, really. It's like, okay you're the official in the ring don't stop it unless you're gonna stop it right you can't go back and like you know what i'm gonna change my mind now
5: because you said he's okay how many
4: times do i hear bill watts every week on the mid-south review show somewhere say hey we do not have professional uh replay in professional wrestling sorry
3: no you got a point man so what well, can we all agree that the match was fine but the finish and everything just kind of
4: felt right flat? yeah absolutely yeah. And kudos to Jericho, because I wonder how many times he would actually like, really bladed anyway. I mean, what part of you doesn't freak out a little bit when you realize what you've done?
3: I don't, I can't answer that, but I can tell you, I can't imagine trying to blade yourself with your non-dominant hand.
4: I mean, like Harper a, jerks off with his non-dominant hand. Is that said, yeah, I, a close I, comparison? A, not that's really, because...
3: I don't know if it's the same thing.
4: All
3: right, that's a little different. One, you're stroking yourself. The other, you're blading yourself. Yeah. All right. Well, uh, while we were talking, the Rock and Roll Express uh, defeated the uh, Candido and Primetime Brian Lee for the-, for the So Spook Tammy's Mount bald. Rhythm. Well, no. Remember? That wasn't the stipulation. It wasn't going to be at that match. It was going to be at the next one. Right.
5: I'm Wasn't something, something like that? Yeah, it, it, was, it was at the fire on the mountain, right? Well,
4: somebody would be called so. soon, right?
3: Well, I guess we'll see. So uh, let's listen to Les, though, because Les is going to talk to us for a second after the Rock and Roll 1,
2: and here it is.
6: Wrestling,
1: and this capacity crowd loves
2: it. Hello, fans. Les Thatcher here. We're in Johnson City's Freedom Hall. You've just seen the tape. From last night in Knoxville, the Night of Legends, where the Rock and Roll Express regained their Smoky Mountain Tag Team titles from the tandem of Chris Candido and Brian Lee. The titles were again on the line here tonight. And also on the line, the hair of Ricky Morton and also the hair of Tammy Fitch. The match was exciting, but there were a couple of unexpected turns. So let's take a look.
3: Okay. Doctor, do you want me to go through what happens here? Do you just want to talk about Sure.
4: It? I'd love to hear your play-by-play. Play. I need a few Zs.
5: Okay. Yeah.
3: I'm going to make it quick. At the finish of the one – now, this is Johnson City. This is this is the next night, Fire in the Mountain 94. Uh, rock and Roll is champions. They are champs. At the finish, the gangsters come out and interfere with the ref's back turn. Morton is attacked. Morton is pinned. So, logically, it's supposed to be Morton who gets his hair shaved off – But after the match, Morton says he's a man and of his word, and he'll get his head shaved. Well, then they do this shit where Candido taunts Morton, though, before Morton gets his head shaved. And next thing we know, Candido's getting double drop kick. Tammy rolls out of the ring when Primetime pulls her out the ring. So Candido's stuck in the ring now with the Rock and Roll Express, and some kind of way this went from Ricky Morton now to Candido, who's getting his head shaved.
5: Um, Yeah. It's just kind of... A train wreck.
3: We um we keep it real when we don't like something with Smoky And That's the one thing I can say is, you know, when there's something we don't like, we just kind of call it. And I, 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 I did, this was kind of like one of those BS type things. Would uh what do you think? I Mark? mean, or oh, Harper, go ahead.
5: Someone's head has to get fucking shaved.
4: <laughs> For real. I oh, mean, that's like that's it.
5: Yeah. It's like if he doesn't take his mask off, like if it, 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 then, then what the fuck's the point of doing is? something someone's head has to get shaved, and and the thing is, they have to see it happen. They gotta have hold them down, or he sits there and just lets his head get shaved.
3: Yeah, Don't, I agree.
5: You you have to give it to him instead of just yeah you. That, that that you, fucking swimming cap thing on.
3: Well, you promised the. In my opinion, you promised Morton's head shaved.
5: Right, and so, it never happens.
3: This kind of felt like. It 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 has a feeling of the the finishes we get tired of in the NWA on Saturday night, where, you know, the the dusty finish type thing where. The referee. Oh, after the fact, I saw him throw him over the top rope. I know sure. he had the belt that night, but no, we don't have a new champion. Champion is still reflect. It's to me, it's got that kind of feeling to it. So, and, and the thing was like Ricky Morton says, well, I'll be a man of my word. I'll sit here and get shaved. And then all of a sudden it switches up and then Candido. They do that a
4: lot, though. Remember when Barb Armstrong did that thing with Murdoch and the Heavenly Bodies are back? I think Corny's playing on the idea that these people are too stupid to keep up with the (laughs) steps. That's nice. That's
3: nice. (laughs) Uh, Okay. All right. So any other, I mean, like I said, so the other thing missing here we didn't even mention is the rock and roll just dropped the belts back to Candido and, and primetime Brian Lee. So, that's the other thing.
4: Oh, okay. Uh, so, we're hot shot, hot potato in the belts in these little Oh, tabs. That's
3: nothing new. I mean, the fucking rock and <laughs> roll and heavenly bodies hot-potated that bitch six times during the Thanksgiving Thunder Tour in 1992. So, I mean, come that on. That was
4: great when they did that, too. Those that, matches it, were awesome.
3: It really was. We're complaining about it. But they hot-potated the piss out of that. All right. Uh, Harper, any other thoughts on this match? Um, or Let's go to the last want?
4: commentary. Yeah. What do you
3: mean the last commentary? The,
4: the last promo.
3: Uh, well, there's a Rock and Roll Express promo. Is that the one you're talking about?
4: Yeah, they're going to get their revenge, right?
3: Yep. So let me uh, let me get to it. Here it is.
7: Not by the rules, but poetic justice nonetheless. I told you people out here, I was a man of my word. I was going to sit down in that chair. I was going to get my head shaved. But you see, Chris Candido, you just couldn't leave it alone. You just couldn't leave it the way things should have been. You see, Chris, you right there in my face, spitting in my face. Saying accusations that I can't see right here on TV. And then, Chris, you slapped me upside my head. Well, Chris, that's the reason we got you down and run that razor through your head and all that hair went flying. But what I'm here to talk about is you gangsters. Oh, yeah, brother. You're the one that started and the rock and roll is going to be the one to finish it. Now, you come out here telling the whole world that the rock and roll express is dead. Well, brother, let me tell you, rock and roll is always going to be alive. You're going to see things that you've never seen before in your life. Because, gangsters, you can come out here and talk about how tough and how bad you are. But you couldn't whoop half of us without our other half helping you. We don't care what it takes, brother. Anytime the match goes, brother, any place, we're coming for you, gangsters. And you're going down.
3: All right, so uh, before we comment on Ricky Morton right there doing the talking for the team, uh, I'm running out of time on the Patreon video. So if you want the ratings for this show and the government cheese, uh, just, uh, Make sure you download the free show on the on the free platform. So, Doc, uh, what do you have right there from Ricky Morton and Rock and Roll Express?
4: I thought it was a nifty little line with the other half helping us. Yeah, but it'd have been just more effective for his to rally his base out in the crowd if it had just called him in
3: That's nice, Doc.
4: He he can't do that. Right, oh. he's a baby He fit, can't he on uh, no. in, in t- East Tennessee TV in 1994. Well, I just saw I just saw a deal in an Alabama newspaper last week that said the Klan ought to ride again. I think Ricky Morton would be just fine (laughs) pulling that off on TV right there.
3: You know, it's funny as Les Thatcher was talking to me when we were talking about the gangsters and he said, I can't remember his exact words, but something to the effect of uh, these people uh, still were were fighting the Civil War. He didn't say those words, but. But it was essentially uh, what the point he was trying to get across when we were talking about the heat that the gangsters got. So uh, anyway, um, because he was saying New Jack was called the N word so many times, it just was. He's like he told Jack, he told New Jack a bunch of times. He's like you can't fight everybody that's calling you that. So just keep that in mind. Uh, but he thought New Jack and Mustafa. He said he got along great with both of them. Uh, related to their run there, and and thought uh, he said at times they did push it too far, but I don't know if he said they pushed it too far. He said they pushed it far, but you know what? They got a response, so they did their job. Uh, he seemed more than more than cool with what they did, but um, yeah, Doc Ricky can't say that there. So Harper, what did you have for Ricky right there?
5: I ain't remember what the hell he said. <laughs> <God>. <laughs>
3: Hit the mute button, you savage! Why don't you go take a piss holding the laptop while you're at it?
4: I should. That's I'm just fucking... kidding. Shoot commentary from the hard body there. All right, yes. well, I guess it's time for us to get over to the checks. Yeah, this uh, was fucking quick, huh? Uh,
3: well, you didn't have much here. Hey, let's uh, let's play uh, real quick. Lesson Bob closing it out. Here it is. Oh, oh yeah, not yeah. Lesson Bob. Lesson Jr. Here it is.
1: I'll tell you something less. What a night we have seen here. New Smoky Mountain Wrestling tag team champions Ricky and Robert, the Rock and Roll Express, have done it again.
2: That's right, and of course, a great. Great effort by the thrill-seekers in their match against the Heavenly Bodies. Unless I can't tell you what a great thrill it has been for me to be here in Knoxville and a part of this wonderful night of legends. And, Jim, for myself and all the fans in East Tennessee and Knoxville, thank you for bringing your expertise, your professionalism to the play-by-play. I've enjoyed working with you. And for those of you out there who watch us on videotape who couldn't be here in person, we thank you and stay tuned to Smoky Mountain
4: Wrestling because the best is yet to come.
3: So long,
2: everybody.
4: Let's just talk about the smart marks out there. I guess he's um, like you tape training geeks. Keep on, keep it coming. We're we're out here hanging and banging, pal. Yeah, the best is yet to come.
3: So, yeah. by the way, before we rate it, let me just say this: I told y'all at the beginning of the episode. I told y'all uh, Chris Walker uh, defeated uh, Dick Slinger. Doug Furnace defeated Killer Kyle. We saw the Bob Orton Jr. <laughs> Dick Slater Mongolian Stomper and Ronnie Garvin match. We saw a rock and roll match uh jericho and Storm, we saw that uh what we didn't see also was smoky Mountain champ dirty white boy did def- did beat terry gordy via dq and then the last thing we don't see is something that they build up for a while in the tv is bob armstrong tracy smothers and real warrior Hark. yeah they, I, I
5: forgot about that shit man
3: they didn't air it on tv remember this is territory day so you, you don't see it all unless you go but yeah. bob armstrong Tracy Smothers, Real Warrior Hawk, defeated Bruiser Bedlam, Terry, and Dory Funk Jr. in a Coward Waves waves the Flags match when Cornette waved the flag for his team. So, Corny, um, yeah, he was the one that waved the flag, and uh, Armstrong, Smothers, and Real Warrior Hawk did win. Also, they don't talk about this on TV, so I'm going to mention it. Fire on the Mountain 94 was the next night, August 6, 1994, in Johnson City. uh, Drew uh, 1,800 people. So a big weekend. They had 5,000 and 1,800 next night. The Gangsters beat Anthony Michaels and Steve Skyfire. Doug Furnace pinned Bob Orton Jr. Uh, Dirty White Boy pinned Dick Slater. Lance Storm and Tracy Smothers beat the Heavenly Bodies. Uh, when Storm pinned Jericho, Brian Lee and Chris Candido. I'll save that uh, for the next episode. Well, actually, we saw that. Brian Lee and Chris Candido beat... The Rock and Roll Express and won the belts back, um, and then Bob Armstrong, Tracy Smothers, and Real War Hawk beat Bruiser Bedlam, Terry and Dory Funk, Jr. after six falls in a Texas Death Match when Terry couldn't answer the ten count. So Armstrong, Smothers, Real War Hawk got the best of that team again. All right, let's rate it. Um... That'll
4: be okay. The Funks will be out there next month saying they've never lost a Texas Death Match, <laughs> right?
3: <laughs> all right, let's rate it. Like I said, if you're not on Patreon, it'll be all, the ratings will be on the free feed. So uh, rating this thing, disability checks. You know, Doc, they didn't show the whole card.
4: But But we're rating the TV show, not the card. Yeah, Right.
3: So I just kind of want to mention that.
4: We're we're rating the 44 minutes and 56 seconds that we were able to put our eyes on.
3: And I got to say, this was a damn good episode. Yeah. Yeah. And um, I got to go like, 9.4 because I, I New Jack roasting and torching the NAACP and just Jared. You, you got JR, JR it.
4: you got JR, JR you got, just you got nine uh, five. Uh, actually,
3: nine five. Go ahead, you what you got right
4: Orton and Slater in me?
3: Yeah, go ahead. I'm gonna, I'm gonna give it a nine five. I, I want to go higher than that, but I feel like Do it. it's almost impossible. Yeah, to why can't, who's
4: it, stopping though. you? Yeah, give it a 10. Know. I dare you. Get Henny tough, dude. Yeah, Not, <laughs> not Henny tough. What are you you're giving it, Doc? You're not white. Uh, hold on. I'm going to say 9.8. Nice.
5: Oh, shit. I don't
4: know um, what else you want, man. That's the biggest crowd in Smoky Mountain history, and they came in and delivered, and they, cu- <laughs> and they edited out the parts that didn't deliver, i.e. Terry Gordy.
3: Yeah, um... I mean, I can't argue him. I mean, 9.8. What you giving hopper
5: Harper? A 9.5 or 4.
4: Somewhere around that. It's damn good. That's a hot episode right there, pal. Yeah. It
3: sure the fuck is. All right, Doc. What about, um... There's
4: a surprising amount of contenders here, right? Yeah. Oh, I think
3: so. Uh, government cheese? Um, before we give it out, hey, please go become a patron. tinyurl.com slash patreon btt you can get the video versions of the show again that's tinyurl.com slash patreon btt if you appreciate all the work we put into this because especially this week where we have rearranged the recording schedule like you can never imagine uh, become a patron at tinyurl.com slash patreon btt it really helps the show all right doc you are right there's um i I struggled because there were a number of candidates but
4: But were there though and when you get down to it were there
3: well, I yes. think so, because I don't want to undersell what J.R. does to yeah. help New Jack.
4: J.R. did a lot of heavy lifting. He and Les worked well together. Yeah. Come on, though.
3: Well, who are you giving yours to?
4: New Jack, pal. <laughs> New Jack may just be – we're on autopilot for a while.
3: You might be on to something, and I hate yeah. to you're right. What about you, Hopper? New Jack? Yeah. All right. Well, new Jack in a clean sweep.
5: Yeah. <laughs> I mean, come hey, on. Then you got next week?
3: Well, hold on. So, so let's tease that out there real quick. <laughs> we're getting ready to wrap this motherfucker up. But Doc and I, and don't say it because we're going to talk about it next week. We texting. Doc and like I this. were texting because what I did this afternoon um, is, again, I had to bring a kid to the doctor and – And, uh, running around and I was like, finally sat down on my off day for like a little while. And I was like, you know what? I'm going to pull up Smoky mountain. So I kind of watched this promo from new Jack this week and the one from next week. And next week is just, it's worse actually. So we'll get to that. So that's why we're like, wait till next week. week."
5: It's like, fuck man.
4: (laughs) Uh, Harper. Hit the tagline so we can get there now, yeah, man. For real.
3: Hey, well, before you do that, let me mention the Amazon referral link, tinyurl.com slash bttamazon. Make sure you're using it. Uh, it's a great way to support the show, and it helps me pay for the hosting service that we use to upload this thing twice a week. So there you go, tinyurl.com slash Amazon. And then shout-out to the Wrestling Podcast About Nothing with ROH's Brian Malone and Mike Crockett. They do their show every single Monday, so make sure you check them out. Classic and current stuff that they do. And then also shout-out to our Advantage Point, the Retro Wrestling Podcast, run by Joe Murata and Michael Quinn. The northern version of BTT, slightly classier, a little bit more professional, but still fun. No the nonetheless. So Hopper, let's go do episode 133 right now. Where I'm sorry, 134. Uh, and it will air next week for the folks that are listening here, but let's go do that. So hit the tagline, Hopper.
5: Fuck it, bitch.
3: Thanks, as always, for listening to all of our shows, the Thursday Night NWA show, the Sunday Night Smoky Mountain show, and whatever else we put up. And a special shout-out to the patrons out there who support this show. That make it possible each and every week, twice per week. And lastly, I want to give some thanks to all the hall of fame patrons out there for their hall of fame contributions. So thank you very much. So shout out to Everett star, Mike Childry, K underscore row 86, disrespectfully classy, Marky e. Blassie, Jeffrey, Craig Norman, Johnny on Patreon, the great John Dean at YRC 21, Josh Dunn, At Ryan and Auburn, good old Justin, Robert Smith, Joseph Ice, Tim Morecci, the official BTT Research Department, Tim Morecci, Adam Price, Brian Evans, Mark Wilson, Armando Martinez, David Jordan, Jesse Jacobs, Josh Fields, Chris Myers, Gerald Green III, Mitchell Johnson, Mike Pru, Will Parker, Jeremy Bryant, Classy Alex, Slider91US, David DeVries, Frog Zeppelin, SV Pageant, Bill Sauce, Big Rich, at Spyboy Sportscap, R.E. Miller39, J- Dustin Roberts, Jay Shiny, Ruben Espinosa, Merciless Jones, Jesse Lucas, Chris Browning, Justin Underscore Andretti, Coleman822, Marty Howe, T Hog94, Godbold Unreal. Thank you all for being Hall of Fame patrons. We greatly appreciate it. And before I get out of here, check out the Bottom Line Wrestling cast with Mike Pru and his buddy JV as they break down the career of Stone Cold Steve Austin month by month on a weekly basis. I forget where they are exactly right now, but you can go into their archives and listen and go back and check out. I think they start in like 1996 and I believe they're up to 98 as of me recording this. So dive in and enjoy Their new episodes, they release them on Wednesday mornings. They're available on most platforms, including iTunes, Stitcher, Spotify, Podbean, and Google Play. And you can also find them on Twitter at BottomLineCast. That's all I have. Thanks again, everyone, for all of your support. We appreciate it. And I'm going to get out of here. Book it, bitch.